everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Engage to Flourish podcast. This is Damon. It's me and Kyle again. And we have a very special guest, someone who kind of just approached at church yesterday and said, hey, do you want to come on? And she was approached you at church yesterday. Okay, well, kind of happened both ways. (laughs) I kind of asked her, she kind of threw it out there that she's open to coming back on, but we'd like to welcome back to the show, Trisha LaChica. Welcome back, Trish. Hello, hello. It's good. It's just not, it's not me and you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Yeah, we've been hearing that people have been requesting other voices on, and so... It, it am, was I considered a, am I considered an, uh, another voice or do they want like a new person? <laughs> oh, no, you're good. <laughs> well, I think people are just getting sick of hearing just me and Kyle yeah. only. So I am not one of those people. Yeah. I am enjoying it. Thank you. Thank you. And so. an, another thing that people have been requesting is that when we have yes. uh, extra voices on, they've been saying that they're not hearing enough of those extra voices because Kyle and I still talk too much. <laughs> so... Are you serious? So on that note, <laughs> on that note, Trish, uh, the floor is yours. You could talk about yeah. whatever you want. Go. Yeah. So we, we, we didn't, you didn't know this. But we're setting you up. You're actually the host today. So. Hey, I'm. You're, I'm you're the boss okay. today. So we are on the kingdom <laughs> topic, but. No, you won't have an issue with that. We're all going to be fighting for the mic. <laughs> we're we're going to be fighting because, so I'm yeah, not but that just, person. Just remember that Damon's still got the mute button, so he can always <laughs> hear you. That's right. Or the volume down. You're yeah. just going to fade me out. All right. So this is I, wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. When Sakura was on, I was like, oh, this girl needs to just butt in. Yeah. I was like, I need to hear. So I didn't complain to you about that, but when I was listening to it, I was like, I need her to just butt in more. She was so nervous <laughs> that we didn't want to like overwhelm oh, her. So, got it. Yeah. Well, she, Zach, you did not seem nervous if okay. you're listening. <laughs> it was great. Well, this is why I love Trish too, because we can totally play a prank on her and she can what? run with the hand, not even. I know. She was like, fine, there we go. There we go. So I was just joking, Trish. You're not going to be. The boss today. I mean, you kind of are, but but still, like ah, we're we're not going to force you to to run with everything. But we, you know, we do love hearing your voice, and that's one reason that you were on the podium last year because we do enjoy having you on. So, you know, welcome awesome. back. But kind of like Trish was talking about, we are continuing our series on God's amazing kingdom, and you know, I had this all set up originally, thinking that. Trish is going to get start freaking out about it and she's going to have like anxiety like what am I going to say and she's going to say all this stuff when we kind of threw her under the bus but she didn't and that was supposed to be the lead in to where we were going to go next so (laughs) sorry you got the wrong play into it now no no please I don't want to do it I'm so nervous she's just a professional at this podcast thing so sorry Okay, so I guess I'm going to have to find a different way to lead into what we were talking about. But one of the things that in this past Sunday sermon, Pastor Ross had talked about is that, you know, there are two uh, kingdoms out there that are at, at odds with each other, right? Mm-hmm. The, the kingdom of darkness, which he called the DOD, the dominion of darkness, right? And then there's God's kingdom, right? And so there's these two kingdoms that are at odds with each other, and one of the things that we were thinking about doing today is kind of identifying what that could look like. And so as we were talking about it, we thought it was time for, oh, shoot. I, I need to turn the volume back up on. on. <laughs> wow, I was waiting for it. I, know, I saw you push the button. I know, I was like, already? I was like, why is this not going? Okay, here we go. 
And so yes, that sound means it's time for behind enemy lines. <laughs> this is one of the, this is one of those episodes. We'll see where it ends up. <laughs> hey, but we're having a lot of fun. So we hopefully are. you guys are having fun too. <laughs> Laughter on Monday is always good, right? So we are actually recording this early because oh, the past couple of weeks we've been recording like Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> so you should be getting this early Wednesday on our release nice. day. Anyway, so for our behind the lines uh, segment, we wanted to talk about just different ways that the enemy has convinced us and kind of gotten us to start thinking and shaping our mind thoughts and patterns of our thinking to be in alignment with his kingdom and how that's actually very different from from God's kingdom. Yes. <laughs> what? Dang, I didn't know you were just going to point at me. Be, well, because, <laughs> Sorry. like I said, we're just trying to throw you under the bus <laughs> yeah. as much so as now, possible today. Our, so now I'm our... nervous, David. What am I supposed to say? I'm so, um, can we get a fan in here? I'm starting to sweat. Um, I, I was looking at my notes. Look at, well, hey, Pastor I, Ross, I want you to know I'm showing oh, off. Man, that's I'm a showing lot of notes. off my notes from Sunday. There you go. So, hey, so um, I, he was talking. You were nodding a lot, so I know you have something to say. So <laughs> well, that actually looks like more notes than Ross actually had. <laughs> Are you serious? Ooh, I'm impressed with myself right now. No, he gave a bunch of scripture. So I really like the way he was talking about the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of heaven, and just how. Um, sorry. <laughs> just lost my train of thought oh my god you're just joining that, the club that never happens to Gosh. Us. what the heck we need, we need a sound for that, when, when you, that need, you pointed at me and then i was like oh shoot i'm i'm on so um yes okay you can go gather, ahead go ahead you can gather we should have yes. a brain for hold on yeah. hold on yes please sound effect okay go well yeah like the you know thinking of the kingdom of darkness it the enemy is very sneaky. He's very crafty. He can go to your emotions. He can go to your thoughts. He can get you to believe lies. He can get get you to believe partial truths. Um, he can get you to just, you know, find a way to discourage you, get you from uh, not taking a step towards something or get you to take a step towards the wrong thing. So there's lots of different ways that he can get us to live um, basically anti-kingdom of heaven. That he's he's trying to get us to live by by the world standards. So, um, I see I see Trish yeah. nodding and stuff. She's got her thought back. Here we go. <laughs> and she's was, actually writing more notes as I, Kyle's talking. <laughs> because stop, I'm gonna forget. Stop making her laugh. You're gonna make stop. her forget. Okay, shh, no. She has notes. She can, she's not gonna forget. That's why she <laughs> the, wrote it all down. I wrote I wrote my little thing that I want to say because you hear it all the time when somebody is getting ready for church or you wake up Sunday morning and they're like, I don't want to go you know, you just are lazy or whatever. And then they push themselves to church and then they had the most amazing time spiritually, just community wise, whatever. Right. It, it's like what they needed. And the whole purpose of getting you to stay home is so that you won't mm. live out that whatever you hear often. My experience is, uh, <laughs> oh, it's cause it's confession time. <laughs> so, um, for me, I love, love, love Women's Summer Bible Study. It's a love-hate thing I heard. So wait, Kyle. <laughs> so, but it's getting me to there. So mm. it's um, a real struggle. And one of the things, <laughs> confession time, is I really don't like being small group leader. But there's a reason. It's not even the facilitating or whatever. It's like the, the thought that 
I can't just sit and enjoy myself <laughs> because I have to like, I have to send out emails and I, ha it's all mm -hmm. like that behind the scenes thing. I have to, and then making sure that I'm staying in contact with these women because I'm quote unquote the leader and like prayer requests or like if there's a hurt or a need, I feel the responsibility and I can't just be that child. Like, <laughs> just feed me. <laughs> I'm the one that has to go and do it. So it's more of a chore. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is it's summertime. Mm. And now like you might be pulling me away from the pool or I've had a long day at the beach, whatever. Right. So now it's like, oh, I got to get myself to Bible study. So there's a lot of reasons why it's a struggle. But let me tell you, it is always like the biggest blessing that has ever happened to me happens at women's Bible study. And so again, Mimo asked me if I wanted to be um, the small group leader. And I said, yes, but I was like, Oh, cringing. And hey, you, you got her out of a pinch because she was striking out a lot. She's like, I need, I need somebody help please. <laughs> and you know what? And then that's actually a blessing like that. She shares that because as soon as I said, yes, then she was like, thank you. And she told me that. And then that made me feel like, you know what? I um, It just makes, it blessed me because I'm helping out yeah. her. Mm -hmm. And so um, even though my flesh is like, no. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. The, do you want me to go really fast into what happened at Keep, Bible study? Go okay. for it really okay. fast. But I mean, just I'm, like I'm we said, people really have been fast. complaining that. We don't let the guests talk enough, so the floor is yours. Oh, Keep going. they're going to have the opposite. This time. <laughs> okay, when Trish is on, can you, like, limit her? Um, so I'm talking fast on purpose. So um, it's no secret, I've spilled the beans before, is um, I had a truly intimate relationship with Jesus for three years straight. I went all in, and I went all in. Like, I never stumbled. For three years, and it was the most beautiful relationship I have ever been in, and it was not. I had. It was not easy. It was right? not easy. Yeah. No, it was not easy, and um, there was still some things that happened in those three years, and um, but all I can say was the intimacy was there, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't realize that I was in an intimate relationship with him until he revealed. <laughs> Um, at the summer Bible study this year uh, because COVID hit and I was quote unquote fine in 2020, like, like in the intimacy with him mm -hmm. at the end of 2020, I got COVID really bad for three weeks. And so now we're going into 2021 and um, there was a mind, a mind, a shift yeah. right in, in my mindset. And so without knowing I, I, I just perceived it as I kind of was running from God, but I didn't know why. And then I've said in the podcast before I reintroduced drinking. I didn't touch mm -hmm. alcohol for three years straight with zero, um, craving or anything. I reintroduced it because it's my, it's my old friend, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, my friend of mm -hmm. me. And so it numbs me and it gets me out into like, you know, this different realm, which is actually pretty scary kingdom of darkness. So for three years, guys, I have been in this like running from God. So women's Bible study where the devil was trying to get me not to go. 
He revealed to me one um, one night. I mean, I was sobbing. I couldn't. And luckily, I had seasoned girls in my group because they just were amazing. And they were taking care of me that night. But um, he revealed to me that when after I recovered from COVID, which, I mean, you sh- he should get all the praise in the world, right? <laughs> no, I ran from him. So he was like, you're really mad at me. And then I'm sitting there and I was like, that's really weird. And then it was like, oh, so every, um, if you don't know, I had a really, really rough childhood mm-hmm. and many hurts. I mean, there's a whole list of them. And so going into intimacy with him, I felt so whole mm-hmm. and healed. And, and again, not that things didn't come up and stuff like that. And um, anyway, so he... um was like I was like oh I gave you my all Mm -hmm. and then I felt like I almost died and on top of that there's some scary situations with my kids and because of COVID and the world shutting down and school and like there's all like we all went through it but it's like for me I didn't realize that I was really mad at him Mm -hmm. you know when you're in close relationship with someone husband wife whatever who do you take out your anger on? Which is not right. It's supposed to be the pet. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, I don't have no, a pet. I don't That's either. Why. Shoot. <laughs> Dang it. Just, so Just the, kidding, pet lovers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Trying to get us in trouble here. So I sat there in Bible study and I was writing down, like, I actually put, like, my true feelings mm. and... um. And if you read the Bible, the whole purpose of reading the Bible is to remember, right, God's word. And so right away, um, when my intimacy with him, I was a Bible addict. (laughs) I loved the Bible. And so... Which is also kind of funny. This morning, you sent an email from your Bible addict email. And I was like, you never put your name on here. So it says, like, contact me. I was like, who is this? (laughs) Darn it. I need to change that because you're not the only one. They thought it was a spam account. <laughs> and I forget. Sorry. Um, I'm like a 90-year-old with my technology skills. So you might have to help me <laughs> to change that because I don't even know how to change it. Um, so I was sitting there and I remember Jeremiah um, and how he was so honest with God. And that's what God wants. God mm-hmm. wants us to be honest. And so um, I was sitting there and I was like writing like, yeah, you know what? Screw you. And I was like, I've, I've since repented, of course, but <laughs> I just need to tell you, I was being very honest with God. And I was like, I gave you it. I gave you everything. I gave you my mind, body, soul. It, it you, He had it completely. So I felt I went back to my childhood state of mind and was hurt because it's like, <laughs> my gosh, you did not protect us. And then he just... Once I just started crying and I let it out, then it was like, okay, are you ready now? And then it was just major reveal of, you know what? It wasn't him. We live in this fallen world. And then he showed me all the ways he protected us. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I felt foolish. And you want to go into that shame of, my gosh, I've been living this way for three years. Then it was just like, no, mindset again. Now we're going to let that go and let him fully in again and just totally change your, 
your mindset that way is if like, no, he totally protected, protected us and how much he does love us. And I'm like done with that <laughs> silly childhood be throwing a tantrum. <laughs> so anyways, go ahead. But I thought it was interesting when you were sharing with us earlier that when you were writing that stuff out to the Lord, he actually told you to keep going. Like mm. he, he wanted you to get it all out because, and he, he could take it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he totally can. I mean, in Jeremiah, I mean, he he gave his anger, he gave his wise, he gave his praise, like he gave it all. And so when I was writing Screw You, it, it felt weird. Mm. But it was like, <clears throat> I saw him as like this huge father figure and I'm just this little kid throwing a tantrum and it was like okay come on come on yeah. come on like okay we need to get this out so we can move and he on he wanted your honesty right honesty yeah. yeah and then he's he was so gentle and revealing and loving me yeah so kind of going back to before the women's Bible study, like there was a point you were telling us, sharing with us earlier that you really didn't even want to go to Bible study at all, right? Correct. Yeah. So I think what that kind of highlights is really one of the tactics that the enemy uses is that he knows how the Lord wants to heal us. He knows how the Lord wants to reveal himself to us. He knows the experiences that can happen when you, when we, you know, step into going to Bible study, step into going to the dad's group, step into some of these different things. And so he's going to try to put, you know, these other voices in, in our head to say like, no, you don't need to go to that. Or you, you really don't want to go to that. And so sometimes we just need to really be introspective or reflective and say, is this really from me or is this really from somewhere else? Mm -hmm. Right. And then what actually could happen if I do step into going to this thing? What, what could happen? And right. Like, it seems like it was way better than you were even expecting. It was so good. Can I bring up <coughs> uh, something about Blake? Can I change it real fast? As long as it's good. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say no so, today. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Blake, we had open mic. Oh, yeah, yeah right, right. And he went up <clears throat> and he kind of, um, because it was like, this was, this shout was, out this to, was a couple of weeks, uh, about a month ago at church. We had open mic sharing. And right? it was yeah. about community. Mm -hmm. And it was like, like, I don't remember what he called it, but it was like, give a shout out to yeah. whoever, right? Uh -huh. Someone that helped you along your journey. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting there listening to Blake and he had a list mm -hmm. of people, right? But I just want to, I just want, I needed this out because yeah. it's been really bottled up in me. Mm -hmm. um, because he said, I hope I'm getting this right. He was at church and he felt like he wanted to leave mm -hmm. and Sang came up and prayed for him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So if you feel like you need to pray for someone, you need to do it because that literally changed Blake's life. Mm -hmm. But I need to say this. Then from there, it was a series of things that mm -hmm. Blake signed up for. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't even like, he was not saying it in this way at all. He was just saying, then I signed up for the strike team or the um, sound, sound, sound team. team. And then I joined a small group. And he was, so mm -hmm. he was just talking about all the people that helped him along his way. And I don't even know if he realizes this, but it was him taking that step. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, oh, invite me, invite me, which a lot of times we want to be that way. Or you sit in church and you're like, I just want someone to pray for me. 
you know, and then you get hurt or whatever. And it's like Blake just kept signing up for things. He was throwing himself in the middle of whatever, like, just to get into this community. And so, sorry, (laughs) I had to jump in because it was really bothering me because I just want people to know Blake's amazing testimony story Mm -hmm. is because he went out and put himself out there, which is a scary thing, I know. I'm not saying it's easy for everyone, but he did that. And look at his amazing testimony. Yeah, God used somebody to reach out to him. But then he had a choice, right? Yep. But then he, and he kept making choices. Like, I mm-hmm. want to insert myself into community. I want to insert myself to this and that. And then he built connections. He, and he was blessed just as much as he was blessing others. Yes. Yeah, but it was a choice for him. It was yeah. choices that he made. Yeah. You know, he could just have sat there this whole time, but then he wouldn't have built that community and, and you know, playing cards now and <laughs> i like just throwing that in there because everyone cringes yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean me and kyle are part of that group too <laughs> what you're throwing our names now man, Ooh, man. <laughs> but yeah I, I mean that that is something that you know at the retreat brett had <clears throat> kind of threw out this question to everyone and said what's something that we do thirty-five thousand times a day right and everyone's like breathe 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 you know, he said it, it's we make choices, right? And so, each day we're we have choices to make, and how we make those choices is going to affect how we experience the Lord, how how we grow, or how we continue to stay in our hurt and our pain, right? And so, the enemy wants us to stay in that place of hurt and pain and v- being a victim or being a slave, and the the Lord wants us to set us free from those things. And so, there are certain things times where it could be someone else reaching out to us that can bring that but then there's also times where we have to make those choices and if we continue to make choices in one direction it will lead to a life that looks a certain way and if we choose a different direction it'll lead to a life that looks something different and so if we want to look towards spiritual maturity and becoming in the likeness of his son there's certain certain choices that the lord puts in front of us that we can choose to say yeah, I'll join this, or I'll do this, or I'll do this. And and I think that's part of why at the retreat, Pastor Barry gave us some of those cards to to either grow in spiritual maturity or to give back and join a ministry that we can do something or to just try something new and be a part of a community so that, you know, he's putting that choice in front of us so we could say, I want to pursue this. I want to pursue more community or I want to pursue more growth and, and just making it more intentional on our side because, you know, those choices were there the whole time, mm-hmm. but sometimes we don't even think about it, right? So it's kind of just putting it in front of us and saying, hey, what choice are you going to make? Are you going to make the choice to, you know, really say st- we're stronger together, so I want to try something new and, and do it with these people? Or am I just going to choose to, no, I'm, o- I'm okay with where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think <clears throat> as we kind of wrap up this Behind Enemy Lines um, segment, it's interesting because... We, yeah, we are always getting, <coughs> excuse me, choices to align ourselves with the, the world, which is the, the kingdom of darkness or God's kingdom. And it's it's funny because I think you were describing Trish that, or you were describing uh, Damon, how Trish was having roadblocks put in front of her to keep her from going to women's Bible study. But I think the opposite can be true. Like the enemy makes it easy to do things that he wants us to do that numb us, that 
distract us from the Lord too. So sometimes it's like, why do I keep going into these patterns? Well, sometimes it's easy because he wants, he's trying to take away the distract, the, the um, roadblocks. He wants it to be easy for you to step into those. And the things that are hard, it, it is hard because it's our will that needs to be strengthened. And, you know, as we kind of continue to talk about this, this series on the kingdom, it, it's kind of hard to grasp, grasp sometimes, but I think it's really, I think if, if people can start seeing that they have a choice to live kingdom minded or worldly minded, and that, that, that if they can keep that on kind of more the forefront, that they're going to start having victory because they're going to start seeing ways where, oh, the enemy is trying to get me to live this way versus God wants me to live this way. And then they're going to see the breakthrough and they're going to see the the different type of fruit that the peace, the joy that comes, it's still in the midst of difficulty and um, pain and hurt, but it's actually, you, you, you experience it a lot different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I was just enjoying what oh. you were saying. <laughs> if you don't have anything, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, I thought we were closing up. So I was like, Oh, that's oh, just good. for that segment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there, is there outro music? Oh, for the segment. For the closeout? Yeah. Oh. No, normally we just, <laughs> we just, <laughs> maybe that's something we okay, need to think now. about. <laughs> Close it out. <laughs> you know, so as, as we've talked about, um, you know, what the enemy tries to do, one of the things that we want to also highlight is what, what the Lord wants to do, mm. right? And, and so, you know, Ross didn't use this verse on purpose yesterday. <laughs> he kind of called it out, but then, uh. He, he chose to use a different verse. But, you know, one of the things that we've talked about on this this podcast before is Romans 12. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord says, you know, be transformed with the renewing of your mind, right? And so he wants to transform us into a different type of people, right? We came out of the world. We came out of the dominion of darkness. And he wants to transform us into the likeness of his son. And that's a transformation, right? And so one of the aspects of that is our, our minds need to be renewed, mm-hmm. right? And so... That's what the Lord is trying to do is to renew our minds. And hopefully that's something that we try to kind of delve into on on this podcast is helping us to see a different perspective or change our paradigms so that it's more in alignment with God's kingdom and less in alignment with the worldly kingdom. And so, you know, for us, one of the things that we can kind of intentionally pursue is what does it look like for us to renew our mind in some of these situations? So what do you guys think? Um, so it's so funny when, um, Pastor Ross was speaking, I was, I kept thinking of Elena. I was like, Elena could, um, give this sermon because she just, everywhere she goes, Mm -hmm. um, she just like, Lord, she just is always speaking to God about, she'll just go into a store and pray for people, Mm -hmm. you know, like she'll, it's just, she always has amazing stories. And then uh, he called her up and I was like, yes, I was so happy. I was like, she, she just has so many amazing stories and I am. And if you haven't heard any, you can go on Catalyst Stories because yes. she shares some and then she's also coming out with a new video yes. pretty soon too on Catalyst Stories. She so. needs, she needs, yes, like several episodes. She has amazing stories, which helps me Te- because. Testimonies. Testimonies. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Because yeah, they're more than um, just stories. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, so she um, inspires me all the time, but it just renewing of the mind is so hard and yet so simple. Um, so when she was talking, I, I was feeling um, a little anxious because Nick had a birthday party at Sky Zone 
after church. And I don't know if you've ever been to Sky Zone on the weekends. It's crazy. I don't know how they fit so many people in one place. And they're jumping and it's just chaos. Like you yeah. can get injured. It's just a hot mess and I don't enjoy it. I like to go like at 10 a.m. when no one's there. So I was feeling anxious and then I was sitting there and I was like, duh. Oh my gosh. Lord, where, okay, Lord, what do you want to do with this party? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. just that simple act of, I didn't even think about it. And that's where I'm trying to renew my mind because this is me. I have a list in my mind. Like, what do I have to get done? What are like the things that I need to do? And then tomorrow and practices and dinner. And so I have all these lists. So when I'm going to Vons, I'm not thinking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm mm -hmm. thinking about getting in, getting out. And then I have to go on to my next task. So just the simple step of going into sky zone and then just giving Nick to God at that moment, because it's like, is he going to get injured? Because he just always gets injured <laughs> everywhere he goes. So I'm just like, I gave Nick, you know, I placed him at the feet, like in my mind to, you know, gave him to Jesus. And then I was like, Lord, where are you in sky zone? Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds silly and I kind of want to chuckle, but it actually worked. And so mm -hmm. it's just that little step of I'm getting there, guys. I'm like, and through Elena's testimony and all, you know, this whole new series, it's helping me just little steps. Mm -hmm. And just like Pastor Barry always talks about that one burpee a day, it's just like, even if I could do it one time a day mm -hmm. in, in whatever situation, that's a plus. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be everywhere I go, but it's like, let's just start with one little, where can I, you know, where am I like having a little trouble with in my heart? You know, when you feel that, mm -hmm. okay, let's just do one thing a day. It yeah. starts to shift your mindset, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, was laughing and smiling in sky zone and and it was a done deal like he revealed where he was in sky zone and then it was done mm -hmm. you know it's not like i had to be like <laughs> going in to a secret closet and like praising jesus i was like okay let's let's do this so yeah, yeah i think that, i think that was good with when pastor ross brought up uh, the word awareness mm -hmm. right because that's really kind of ties in with us renewing our mind if we're not aware of the patterns of our mind and our thinking, because a lot of it's thinking thoughts that then tie in with emotions and it leads us down sometimes difficult places mm -hmm. that we don't need to go places that distract us and things like that. Um, but I thought it was really good how he was talking about being aware. Cause I, I have some of the same issues. I, I can be very task oriented and I got to get things done. But then even when the tasks get done too, and then sometimes I'm like, Oh, I have space. Now what? Like, Oh, what do I need to distract myself with? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like, but you have to kind of realize and be aware that, oh, that's not the best way. And it's I'm not saying that that's bad all the time, but it's, when that's your go-to and that's your default, it's like, okay, I think we need to shift some of that um, that pattern. But I thought it was really good how he used that word. And like, it's kind of like what you experienced afterward. You had an awareness and you had a need kind of, and some, mm -hmm. your emotions yeah. were starting to get drawn in. And it's like, okay, God, where are you? I'm, I'm realizing that I'm not in a good place. I'm not, I'm not aligned with you. And, and it sounds like that helped you to kind of mm -hmm. uh, have victory yeah. in that, in that instance. Mm -hmm. I think along with awareness is, is also being aware of the different thought patterns that we have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
a lot of times when we think about habits, we think about like different actions that we do, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. habits can also just be habitual thought patterns, mm -hmm. right? So if mm -hmm. we're constantly thinking a certain way, it affects how we live, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, if I've heard people say like, oh, I've, I, I don't hear God's voice. I don't hear God's voice, right? And, and that can be a habitual thought patterns. Like I don't hear God's voice. Well, oh, that's cool that they hear God's voice or it's cool that, you know, Kyle hears God's voice or Pastor Barry hears God, but I don't hear God's voice, right? And, and that can actually mm. impact mm. us because what if the Lord is actually speaking to us, but we've convinced ourselves mm. that mm. we don't hear his voice. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Yeah. yeah. And so those are some of the areas that the Lord might want to make us aware of our thought patterns so that he can renew our mind and reshape it to, oh, Instead of, I don't hear God's voice, it's maybe I haven't heard it yet, or maybe I've heard it and I haven't, you know, associated that with God. I've, I've associated with something else, or it's my own thoughts, or, you know, and so maybe it's just opening that door a little bit to say, from this, you know, very kind of strict, like, I don't do this, to just opening the door a little bit and seeing what happens and how that can just, that little shift can lead to transformation, right? Yeah, and I want to bring up um, that it's it's going to sound so dumb, but God made us, each one of us, so unique, different personalities, different quirks, and um, he knows us so, he knows us intimately, right? Um, and I have to tell you this story because sometimes you don't think it's God, and you know what? He loves us so much that he's going to speak to you, to your personality. And I truly believe that. I, mm -hmm. I hope you guys believe that too. But because I just want to say this because you can dismiss it. Mm -hmm. And um, Friday morning I woke up and I I heard, not that someone was in my in my mind. And she I gave heard, air quotes too. So you, oh, can't, you can't see that. We're not uh, being videoed. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, so I, she said, Air quotes, okay. heard, sorry, air quotes. Sorry, Okay, don't interrupt me right now, okay? Wait, you have to, okay. Ooh, you no, just scolded. No, 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 don't. I didn't scold you, but it's funny because I know you're going to want to say something when I say what okay. I heard. Okay. I, <laughs> I heard John 23, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm at BSF, which is Bible Study Fellowship for Women, and so we're in the book of John. Okay, and I thought that's interesting. We're in, I'm in John one right now, and I went okay. So then I woke up Saturday. I forgot to read John twenty three, and then I woke up Saturday and I felt giddy, and I was like, oh, I forgot. Jesus told me to read John twenty three, and I was like, oh man, I'm like I am gonna get fed right now, right? I am so excited. So I I didn't even wait to go get my Bible. I just grabbed my phone, opened the Bible app and I went to John and then I, my eyes went down and I was like, there's no chapter 23. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was like, like what? That must've not been from God. Like, what was that? Right. And this is all within five seconds of like seeing there's no John 23. And then I was like, and then I was like, okay, maybe I was mistaken. I went to, I, this is how you guys know. I went to first John, second John, third John, and I didn't know there was like one chapter. Like, I was like, what is happening? And then it was 
automatic. I just felt it and I just felt so loved and I just started laughing. And I was like, that was, that was from God. And he just need like, it was like, <laughs> he pulled a prank on me. And that is like, he knows me. He knows I love to laugh. He knows I get a kick out of like funny things like that. Uh, doesn't make sense. Like I love pranks and, and I, I'm not, I'm not saying God, you guys, I'm, I might be getting into hot water now. I'm not saying God <laughs> does pranks, but I just felt very loved because he knows he made me to like want to make people laugh. I love to laugh. Um, and so I just sat there alone in my room laughing, like tears were coming out of my eyes. And I was like, this is the best. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. So but you, I could have just dismissed it and went, that's what? And then kind of went on my day, but I kind of just sat in it. And then it was just like, I just felt it anyways. Or you could have went a different <clears throat> direction too and said, oh, I'm, I don't hear God. I'm so stupid. I'm yeah. whatever. You could have like yeah. beat yourself up. I've, yeah. I've, I've had those yeah. moments where I'm like, oh, I get this. And I'm like, oh, that verse isn't there. <laughs> that chapter <laughs> like, okay, like, what did I hear then? And it's like, oh, well, that's part of learning. It's like, but it's, yeah. How do you respond to that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, you just pranked me. And I feel so loved. I didn't take it as a prank when I was, but maybe that was. <laughs> he wanted you to laugh and you didn't. He so was if like, you're oh. listening to this and you want to make Trish feel loved, just start prank her. Pranks no, on her. No, 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 don't prank me. You could tell me a joke. <laughs> I don't want to be pranked by humans. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, go I, ahead. yeah, I, I, it's funny because our minds can be very, our minds just work very interestingly. And like when you were sharing your funny story, I was like, I was wondering where you're going to go with it. <laughs> but because I had a, a different one where not spiritual at all, but just to show like the power of our mind is, okay, I used to say, I hate mushrooms. Mm. I mean, literally, I, I think it was the texture, like they're mushy, mm. like spongy. And like it would, they're in my mouth. They're kind of slimy when they're yes. wet. And it would like, I would like spit them out. Like I just, I couldn't eat them. And so then, but my older, my oldest son and my wife both love mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And so sure enough, they start making it into our meals more often. <laughs> and I, you, Mimo's pretty good. Usually she wouldn't give me any or... I'd find a way to just give it back to her and let her eat it. But, you know, I start eating it a little bit here and there. And one time I was on a pizza and then it was like, it was dry, you know, it's dried and crispy. And it actually, the taste actually wasn't bad. I actually didn't mind the taste. And then I'm like, okay, it's the texture. But then when it would be sauteed more and it cooked deeper, it was like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought. But eating it now, like our, my youngest son, Ezra, he hated him too. But now mm -hmm. he actually asked for him. Yeah. But it's like, and okay, I got I to gotta call out both kids equally. Eli used to hate like uh, shrimp. He would cry if we had shrimp. And <laughs> he likes we, my shrimp. <laughs> we'd make him eat it little by little. So he doesn't love it now. But when we have, we don't have it that often, but he has to eat uh, two or three shrimp and he'll do it. But it just shows how our mind can tell, we can tell ourselves, I can't do this or mm -hmm. I don't like this. And we can put ourselves in a corner where we're actually, it's become self-fulfilled versus if we like step into it slowly, we realize sometimes, okay, it's still not my favorite. I don't love it, but I, I can tolerate or I mm -hmm. can do this or that. And I think that plays into what you were saying earlier too, Damon, about like personalities and stuff. Sometimes we can put ourselves like, 
oh, I'm an in, I'm an introvert. And so I've I've used that as an excuse. I know mm-hmm. flat out, like I, I'm an introvert. I don't want to do that. Mm. But I, I've also been stretched really far. I'm like, I'm, my wife's like, how are you feeling? Like after a super long day with people and this and that, I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good. She's like, really? Because sometimes I, I can do it. And it's just, it. I can limit myself and I can limit myself where, I, oh, I'm not a feeler. I'm not this, I'm not that. And so I think, the enemy actually can use that to discourage us and keep us from actually who God designed yeah. us to be. So yeah. knowing some of those things can be good, but then you know, mm-hmm. there's a bad side to it. But it's my story. I want it to be an example, not spiritualized, but it's just that mm-hmm. we, our minds can tell us certain things or play tricks on us. And, you know, if we don't realize that and we don't try to break some of those, we're actually missing out on things that are there for us. I know Damon, you, you, you can give a short story on that real you shared with me yesterday. I thought this one, I haven't got to this level. I don't know if I'll ever get to this level. Okay. So the first time I went to Japan, we were in a homestay. And the first thing that our homestay says to us is our family loves to eat natto. So if you don't know what natto is, it's the fermented soybeans that some people will say either smells like feet and it tastes smells like sweaty <laughs> socks. I said oh, sweaty and, gym socks. That's what I, no. it, that's what it smells like. And oh. if you know the, the texture and consistency of like okra where it's kind of stringy and slimy, slimy, yeah. it's, it's kind of like that too. Right. And so at the time I really did not like it. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, our, our homestay family was like, this is like our family thing that we do together. We have natto parties because we love it so much. Right. So, when I came home from Japan that year, I was like, if I ever go back to Japan, I want to like impress our family. And like, you know, we were in a homestay for a couple of weeks. So like we got close with them too. So I was like, okay, well, if I ever go back, I want to, you know, just be a part of the family. This is my Japanese <laughs> family. Party with them. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So I trained myself to like natto. Like, so I'd eat it with chips or eat it with something else. And then eventually I was like, okay, I can eat this. Like, and then. It's like, oh, I actually like it now. So when I went back, the first thing I told them was like, hey, so when's our natto party? And they got so excited. (laughs) They were, they were so excited that I liked it because they, they knew how much I didn't like it the first time. And so they just really felt like, wow, he actually wants to be part of our family that much that he's willing to do this where a lot of people that don't like it, they will never, they won't even, yeah, they don't like it. But then the funny thing is too, like my kids love natto now. So they- if I if I go to the Asian supermarket and I get it, they get mad at me if I don't if I don't get enough for them too. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah, so it's kind of funny, but uh, kind kind of on that note, Kyle, you know, I think one of the things that the enemy does try to do is he tries to you know oppress us or enslave us to certain mm. thought patterns or certain things, and I think that's actually a big topic that we can talk about. So maybe we'll talk about that either next week or next episode or in in the future. Um, you know, during the season, because I, I think that that's something that he tries to do as part of his kingdom is to, you know, keep people limited in, in what, the, who they are or what they can do because the Lord wants to set us free. And so, you know, maybe if you're willing, Trish, maybe you can come back for an episode or two during this <laughs> se- series because, you know, yeah. it's just fun having you on. And yeah. I'm not working. I have no job. <laughs> so we might be asking you to come on more regularly. They're going to be like, can we get another voice on there? 
just because you want to try to reclaim your spot on the podium. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're coming to the end of the year, guys. I know. I need to like <laughs> step that, it up. <laughs> that little end of the race, like push. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So be on the lookout for uh, future episodes in the series. We're going to be trying to break down uh, a little bit more and give a little bit more tangibility to what God's kingdom looks like and so that we can experience more of it while we're on earth today. So until next time, may you experience God's heart for you to flourish in every season. Thanks for listening to the Engage to Flourish podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify so that you don't miss any new content. You can also check out our sister podcast, Catalyst Stories, available on multiple platforms as well. We would also love for you to check out our church. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at Stanford Middle School in Long Beach.